Hey, I'm Scott McIntyre. And I'm Christina McIntyre. Welcome to the Enduring Hope Podcast, where we encourage you to trust God in every circumstance. People come to Jesus from all walks of life. In our ministry, we've met former atheists, wayward prodigals who've returned to Jesus, and former cult members who are experiencing new hope in Christ. But sadly, we also hear from people who've chosen to walk away from Jesus. While each story is unique, quite often they include an experience with hypocrisy. The sad truth is most of us have experienced some sort of wounding from others who call themselves Christians. While we might not leave the church over it, it's not hard to imagine why people can become so discouraged and turned off by this kind of betrayal. Hypocrisy in basic terms is claiming to believe something but acting in a different way. The word comes from the Greek term for actor or one who wears a mask, meaning someone who pretends to be someone else. The Bible considers hypocrisy a sin. In Isaiah chapter 29, 13, the prophet expressed God's view of hypocrisy this way, And the Lord said, This people draw near with their mouth and honor me with their lips, while their hearts are far from me. Centuries later, Jesus quoted Isaiah's words as a rebuke toward the religious leaders of his day. In Matthew's gospel, we see Jesus refer to hypocritical leaders as wolves in sheep's clothing, whitewashed tombs, snakes, and a brood of vipers. He understood very well the damage their behavior was doing to the faith of the vulnerable. In Matthew 18, verse 6, Jesus shows just how serious hypocrisy is. He says, But whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him to have a great millstone fastened around his neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. Jesus knew his mission was to glorify the Father and to reconcile people to him. He also knew that the primary purpose for all humanity is to do the same. The hypocritical behavior of the religious leaders was doing the opposite, pushing people away from the one true God and their only hope for salvation. He took that very seriously. I think there's something in all of us that's turned off by hypocrisy from our youngest years. And have you ever noticed how good teenagers are at sniffing out inconsistencies? And even small children are quick to notice when mom or dad are being inconsistent. And that brings up an important point. It's not just those people who are hypocrites. When we're honest, we might see a bit of it in our own lives as well. This is the kind of struggle that's common to anyone trying to live a biblically consistent life. No one's perfect. We all fall short. And this is why it's so important that we seek to live a lifestyle of repentance and confession to God and others. 1 John 1, 8-9 gives us a prescription for the type of humility we all need on this journey. It says, If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. When we walk in humility like this, we show our friends and family that we see our own failures that we're not pretending to be perfect and that this is exactly why we need a savior. This type of honesty often tears down walls and can attract people to Jesus. Our example assures them that perfection is not required to follow him. We can be living counterexamples to those people who live unrepentant double lives, those who often leave a trail of broken hearts in their wake. Those of us who've been wounded can trust that God will hold hypocritical people who do not repent responsible for their sin, And though some people use God's name to exploit and hurt others, Jesus never does. 
He's a gentle and good shepherd who heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. When we meet people who have chosen to walk away from Jesus due to experiences with hypocrisy, we should offer compassion and provide a safe place for them to process that pain. We can gently help them recognize that the truth of God's word and the hope of the gospel are not rooted in the actions of those who claim to be Christians, but in Jesus Christ himself. Christians aren't perfect and never will be this side of heaven, but Jesus is, and it's on him that we must set our sights. People fail, God doesn't. As the prophet Isaiah says in chapter 26, verses three and four, you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Trust in the Lord forever for the Lord God is an everlasting rock. For more encouragement, visit scottmcintyre.com and be sure to subscribe to the Enduring Hope podcast.